right, hey everyone, welcome to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. We're here with Brandon Bahura, the owner and op operator, uh, founder of uh, Petaway. As you can see in front of us, a lot of delicious food, uh, smells delicious, uh, looks delicious, it's fresh, it's clean, and he's going to talk a little bit about uh, how he got started and, and what uh, the inspiration was behind Petaway and, the, and uh, the entire business model and, and how it works and everything about it. Let's yeah. go, Brandon. Awesome. Well, first off, thanks for having me, guys. Great to have you, buddy. Um, yeah. I appreciate oh, yeah. I appreciate being here, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to explain my my story. And uh, I mean, I couldn't have done this if I didn't have a passion for hospitality, serving people, and making delicious food. Right. Um, I Smells started, great. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, I basically started in the food business when I was twelve years old. I started off as a busboy. Mm -hmm. um, I, I had a passion for work. I didn't like being home. I just wanted to get my hands on something and anything I ever did since I was 12 years old, I always tried to be the best at it. How old are you now? I'm 34. Oh, yeah. When you started at 12, was it uh, with a family business and a restaurant or was it at it was home? A, it was a family business. Okay. Um, started at Ernest Largo's. Okay. The one on Orchard Lake Road when it was uh, when it was around. It was a fancy, it was a higher end Italian restaurant. Sure. Nice. I worked as a little bus boy wearing a little suit, running around, bussing <laughs> dishes. But I was always smiling. I was always a people person. Um, upper management would always come down to me and tell me, man, whatever you're going to do in the future, you're going to be awesome at it. No one works harder than you as a 12 year old. Wow. It's huge. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Great and it taught me a lot. Yeah. yeah. Great compliment from a family owned business that, that, that understands the work ethic and they're they were old school too, right? Yeah, very yeah. old school. That's awesome. Yeah. I got the opportunity to see how a full 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 service higher end kitchen runs. Yep. And it gave me a lot of insight on what I wanted to do in the future. Cool. Yeah. So let's talk about Pete Away, man. How did that get started? So uh I was I just graduated from college yep. from Oakland University with a degree in business. Great. I majored in marketing. And uh I was I finished college, started working for a company. I realized, you know, working for a company really isn't for me. Went back to the family business. What kind of company was it? Um, the first company I worked for was a telecommunications company called C-Beyond. C-Beyond. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Um, they, they always did all these promotions on ZipRecruiters and Monster, mm -hmm. and I ended up getting a job through them. I worked it for three months. I was literally cold calling businesses all around southeastern Michigan. Yeah. Um, I was actually doing pretty good at it. I was I'm sure. first one to, to get some sales I was mm -hmm. out of the group that was hired in. Yep. And uh, after three months, I just... I just said, you know what? I, I just don't enjoy your, this. Your Chaldean entrepreneurial spirit sure. was tearing at you, and you said, I got to get out of here, and I got to do aggressive. something. It was yep. tearing at me. I went back temporarily to work for the family business. My family had a supermarket in Detroit. I'm mm -hmm. at Nichols & Myers, Liberty Food Center. Oh, boy. Still going strong. Your parents um, it's are? It's been a 40 years now. We've had that supermarket, and it's awesome. And who's your parents? Um, my dad's Jamal Bahora. Okay. My mom is Ikram. She, the, my parents are amazing people. They always push me to, to be, go harder. They push me to go through school. Um, I didn't even want to go to college, but they pushed me through it. I got it done. I maintained a great GPA going through it, and... Uh, couldn't have done any of this without without the love of my parents and the support from my parents. That's are awesome. you the oldest sibling? I'm the oldest sibling with three younger sisters. Nice, nice. What do the three do? Do they follow in your footsteps or do they have things? We, we all have entrepreneurial spirits. Sure. Um, I know Chantel is a good friend of mine. Like, you know, we've been friends for a long time. She's over in Chicago right now. She is in Chicago right? doing her thing. Go Chantel. She, go Chantel and go She's Uber. an attorney? She's an attorney for Uber. Wow. Wow, that's yeah. great. Yeah, she got a great opportunity. She loves it. I'm so proud of her, and uh, it's pretty amazing. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Chicago is the sister of Detroit, right? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's a good so. it's a good getaway. No That's question. awesome. Good for her. Gives us it gives me a reason to go to Chicago. Good. Maybe Perfect. I'll have you tag along, JB. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> as long as we bring a backpack of this food and then right. take maybe it we'll the go road. scouting for pedoways in Chicago. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. So you're talking about scouting. You have. Uh, more than one location, so you're you're in the, the growth mode right now. Yep, um, we're definitely in the expansion mode. Um, we just went from one store in Clarkston, Michigan, that I opened in April 2010. Okay, uh, we started our expansion with our next location in September of 2016, and that was in Auburn Hills. Okay, and uh, we went from basically one store to nine stores within two years during the expansion so what cities are you in you said you said you're in clarkston clarkston was the is the hub clarkston yep. is the, the mothership okay we opened in auburn hills white lake fenton brighton we're in green oak township in brighton lake orion new hudson mm-hmm. livonia warren and uh we have we have plans for opening troy in october Oh, nice. So we'll be at 10 locations in October. That's great. And we also have our own distribution center, our commissary, where we distribute and manufacture all our own products that are delivered fresh to all of our stores. That's, that's a huge amazing. plus, yeah. Oh, yeah. So di- Where's that located? That's yep. located in Waterford. Okay. Um, since Clarkson's our busiest store, Waterford's a neighboring city. And being in Waterford, we kind of have access to go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's a, it's a good central hub for right now. So Perfect. I watched you in 2010 come to birth with this business you were one of my first customers (laughs) you really showed your support i've 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 been i've been there quite often and um, i always enjoyed the food number one it's clean that was the best experience that i always had walking into your place the facility but the food was always clean and what have you with your aggressive approach that you went from one location that i got to watch you grow into now having that many did you franchise these out or are these still under your your guidance and everything or your ownership so all the locations are corporate owned Okay. And operated. Um, they're all owned by myself. Wow. And it's a lot uh, of workload. It's amazing. The, yeah. the, there's pros and cons in any direction you go in a business. Sure. To me, my idol was Steve Ells. Steve Ells was the owner and founder of Chipotle. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, we've all seen what Chipotle's done. Yeah. Um, he promoted a farm-to-table type of concept. He started it in 92. He went from one store to 16 stores in seven years. And he got people in the food industry to back him, and he grew Chipotle into thousands of locations in the stock market. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's on the board anymore, but he's he's what I want to be. He's All my right. idol, and I'm going to try my best to do what I can do. I mean, he owned his own farms. Did he write some books? He, I, I'm not, I don't think he's no written kidding. any books. He's definitely had several interviews. So you just follow his yeah, I just follow his. I just follow Chipotle. Oh, nice. And I see what they're doing. Chipotle's a, a great concept and uh i would love to take a fraction of whatever they're doing and bring our our style food into the mix right so chipotle is is more of a kind of a a line type of thing you know where you select your items is that kind of what you got going on we're a build your own type of build your own own style mediterranean concept that's awesome now talk about a little bit about is there is there the, the flow goes is it is it an appetizer salad so basically, you come Protein. in, you basically choose if you want to do a sandwich, which is a roll-up, 
Mm-hmm. Or you could choose a queso What's that pita, a you sandwich. Say? So these sandwich. are sandwiches. Sandwiches over here. So like we okay. say, like yeah, I want a sandwich. Yeah, sandwich. That's a sandwich. Yeah. Exactly. So on the menu, it's a sandwich. I've been doing that since I opened. Nice. Um, we started the queso pitas three years into it. These are the queso pitas. These are the queso pitas. These are your signature. That's a signature wrap from Pita Way. Um, we just take. We use pita bread. We don't use tortilla bread. And uh, I mean, we're mid- we're middle Middle Eastern. We're gonna keep it. And these are these possible. are trademarked. Uh, it's trademarked through the state of Michigan. Wow. So no one can use the name Queso Pita or Sandwich. Okay. Um, That's great. We worked on the domestic for the country. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually still a work in progress. And, All right. uh but um, so basically, that's instead of a quesadilla, it's it's you, you changed it to a quesadilla. Quesadilla. I like that. Yeah, that's a um, great idea. We have, we normally recommend two different cheeses. We put cheddar and feta in there. Okay. Just a little sprinkle of feta because it gives it that flavor. Yep. And then um, we have six different meats to choose from, and we have falafels. Um, and are these pressed? Those are pressed. Oh wow. Yeah. Those are toasted, and when you eat, when you dine in, you get them all. You always get them nice and crispy, mm-hmm. and they're so delicious. And people get hooked on them. This is our and first. Then, this is our first mouth watering interview, right? <laughs> yeah, as I said, is sitting here. Karen's was good. Karen's, yeah, Karen's was dressing. Yeah. It was overly healthy. Sometimes you know, I got to pack on a little bit of right. So, and, then, and then so you have these here that are that are kind of sides or. So this right here is our platter. It's called a mini combo platter. Yeah. That's our most popular platter. Um, there's six different meats in there, and then it's served over a large bed of what rice. What are the meats? Uh, we have the chicken tawuk, which is our all-white grilled chicken. Mm-hmm. Our right chicken here. shawarma, which is our dar- all-dark meat chicken. Yep. We have our chicken kofta. Yep. We have our beef kofta. Yep. And we have our gyro meat. Oh, wow. Nice. Along with a, a bed of rice and Along some with of the a bed of rice. kishmish and loa is like kishmish and loa, exactly. You, you so, know, that really makes it, too. Even Those are sure. really expensive toppings. You won't see many Middle Eastern restaurants fast yeah. casual serving that because of how expensive the kishmish are the raisins and the almonds I believe those it. are the most expensive toppings on the table right but you know we can't do without it I think it adds a it adds a big value to our something to our in this size and this average how many people does this feed about so if I was to come this in. feeds four to five people okay and, and does it come with a salad it comes with a salad it comes with hummus it comes with the vegetables and the dressings oh, and wow. the pita bread and pita chips and it's how much 30 bucks. Everyday oh, wow. price is 30 bucks. If you follow us on Facebook or you get our mailers, we normally put coupons out there for 19.99 or 24.99. That's average $6.50 yeah. a person to eat all And you're eating quality and, products. And, right. That's fantastic. That I can attest. It's very it's it's quality. And then sure. what is this here? This looks delicious. That is actually our most popular seller. That's My our favorite. chicken tawuk rice bowl. Mm. Oh, wow. It's our all-white grilled meat chicken. Um, it's served over a bed of rice with almonds and raisins. Is it yellow rice or it's white yellow rice? rice yellow rice on there. Rice. Wow, uh, we just added gurgur to our menu, which is a cracked wheat with vermicelli and a tomato oh, yeah. base. Um, it's actually been a huge hit, and it's vegan. So oh, nice. it, it can appease to other people. The only down thing about the gird gird is that you know, we're trying to find gluten-free options mm-hmm. as much as possible. Sure. Um, when you read our menu, we have all the... Uh, we have notations for vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free items because we know how much that means to people. We're also implementing certain keto keto bowls, and we're trying to we're trying to stay with the times of keeping everything is. You could eat healthy coming to Petaway, or you can eat whatever you want coming to Petaway. How about allergens? You guys, uh, we have deal an with? allergen sheet and everything. Okay, great. Yep, that's awesome. So I used to walk into your place a lot of times, and I see the old Chaldean woman be in the back kitchen. <laughs> she she helped start it when yeah. she was around. We were doing grape leaves. We were veg, veg, vegan grape leaves, Man. vegan potato chops. Yeah, you know the only things with those is just it's a lot of it's a lot of work. Not a prep. And a lot yeah. of prep. With time. one store, you could do it. When you when you're sure. trying to grow into more stores and you're not doing it by hand, if you start using machines, it's not the same. No. Right. And I like to maintain a high quality product, and if it doesn't meet my standards, 
we're just going to stick with what we got going on. You know, I respect what you're saying in, re in, the re in regards to using machinery and stuff like that. I like that by hand and what have you. Um, just a little tip in the past. I've heard another company had problem with that. Remember the salsa company, the Garden Salsa out of Ferndale? Yeah. That's real big in Costco and what have you. Cause just going back to what he's saying, keeping it clean and cut right. They were using machines to cut the onions. They had to stop that because of the fact that it changed the flavor in the product. So what you're doing is you're keeping the authenticity by not using machines and keeping the quality of the product itself. Based out of Waterford, how hard is that to keep up and maintain that? You know, it's all about the people behind you and the teams you're building. Um, in my distribution center that's in Waterford, um, it's a 5,000-square-foot facility. Mm. We have a team of about 15 guys over there. Oh, wow. um, once I started this company, I basically went from being a single restaurant owner to owning my own logistics company to owning my own distribution company. Sure. So mm -hmm. now I'm doing everything in-house. But the cool thing about it is I have control of everything. Yeah. And if something isn't right, we'll know right away, and we can adjust right away. One of the biggest them. tricks about our food, which I should have brought some, um, we make fresh-made tabbouleh. You order tabbouleh, it's not sitting in a pan. We're going to make it right in front of you, oh, super okay. fresh. Okay. Wow. That's huge. That, that's huge. The parsley is chopped by hand. I was going to say, so that makes it less soggy when you go to, you know, on situations like when you get to get it. It's not soggy and, and burned out with all the liquids. Exactly. We currently go through 40 cases of parsley a week. Those are 60 bundles in each case. We're going through 2,400 bundles of parsley per week being hand chopped. Um, when you chop parsley in a machine, I'm sure you guys have tried it at other restaurants. Maybe you haven't even noticed, but when you... The metal that spins, that mm -hmm. chops up the parsley, gives it an aftertaste. And the parsley doesn't last oh, yeah. as long and it dies faster. You could definitely tell, and, and only because you just mentioned it now. I, I, I didn't know what the difference was, but now that you mentioned it, I swear I can put my finger on and who's using a machine and who's yeah. not. Yeah, no, yeah. for That's real. amazing. It makes, a, it makes a huge difference in the quality of the product. Wow. When yep. you started back then, you were four or five employees when I first was coming around you. You were running the show day in and day out, putting probably 60, 70 hours soft a weekend when I first saw you going up in the store. Now, how many people are you holding under your belt? How many staff members between all your locations and your kitchen? Um, you know, one thing I'm really proud of is that um, I currently employ a little bit over 100 people. Wow. Um, awesome. About 40 full-timers, and those full-timers are... I'm hoping they're Peterway lifers that are going to grow with me. Sure. And in the future, I, I want to give all my all my lifers a stake in the company. That's cool. Um, I want to keep it corporate as long as possible. I understand a lot of people push for franchising. Originally, when I opened Peterway, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to start this. I'm going to start franchising right away. It's a great concept. But if you've read articles about the, in the restaurant industry, you have a 90% fail rate if you start a new concept. Right. Um, the first year is typically the toughest year starting a different concept. Right. The first year is when you saw me always in the restaurant putting yep. in 100-hour weeks, yep. working my tail off. I didn't take a paycheck for four months Sure. because I believed in what I was doing, and I stuck through it. Yep. So it's amazing. I got to watch it. I witnessed it. It's a great story. You know, we started man. a business around the same time, 15 minutes apart from mm -hmm. one another. When I found out he was over there, it was like it was a relief because where my business is at, you really didn't have good choices like this. Right. So we got hooked. I got my my staff hooked. I mean, it's sometimes to have, you know, your standard American to give a shout out, you know, to, sure. to, to, to garlic and every all the flavors we like. Sometimes they're a little, you know, they're, but then once they give it a shot, yep. they're all for it. So And yep. so are, are you constantly having to hire? Yeah, the hiring is obviously that's one of the biggest challenges in our industry in the state of Michigan and several other states is is the labor. 
um, minimum wage keeps going up. Yep. Your labor your labor percentages keep getting higher. Yep. Your profits keep getting lower from it. But yep. you find other ways where you could save money. Right. But um, labor is definitely the toughest thing. Luckily for us, most of our team members that come um, – for high schoolers, they stick with us through high school as they go That's away. That's awesome. Other people grow within our company, and I like to give people opportunities. Um, general managers at PETA currently get a great salary. Mm-hmm. They get tip shares. They get profit shares. They get bonuses. And they also get free employee meals. It's amazing. So it's if great. someone wants to join your team, how do they get, how do you they know, get involved? We like to promote from within our company. Mm-hmm. If someone wants to come join our team, I've had a general manager... A lady that came in started at the bottom. She was 30 years old. Within six weeks, she was a salaried general manager running a store. Wow. So, so, so if, if, if someone wanted to become an entry-level individual, how, entry level, how, how, would they, how would they go about doing that? How do they find you guys? They can go on our website, apply okay. through our website. They can come into a store, show that, that you're passionate about food and that this is something you care about and you want to grow with. It's all in your emotions. And if you really care about something and if you have a desire for success, yep. you'll be great at it and you'll learn a lot faster than everybody else. If you come into something, just kind of easing back, doing the bare minimum just so you can get your paycheck, it go it doesn't go unnoticed. Our right. management team is going to notice that and you're not going to grow within the company. But for people that have a passion for food, for hospitality, that know our core values within our company and show those values in their work ethic, those are people that we take notice of and we give a bit more opportunities to. I love the way that you've emphasized hospitality more than once. It's yep. it's a it's a big key to probably your growth that, that uh, really goes unnoticed in, in a lot of businesses, but you, you seem to be putting a, a big emphasis, big on, emphasis on it. You know, it's not... Uh, there's different ways to look at hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, hospitality is service and the overall experience. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It, you can't have one without the other. Um, the overall experience is the quality of the food, the quality of the product, how it's delivered, and the whole interaction from the customer entering the business mm-hmm. to the customer leaving the business. Yeah. Um, we always look for people that have that drive that whatever's happening outside of work when you come into work, you're 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 a happy Petaway employee. Mm-hmm. You're smiling. You're greeting customers properly. You're making sure that sure that the food that they're getting meets the best quality standards. We always tell people if you wouldn't eat it, don't serve it. Right. And you're 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 kind of preaching what every business owner out there wants all of his employees or her employees to be doing. Um, and you also talked about your your degree or you went to school for marketing. Has how is that marketing? Uh, uh, education or the the experience kind of opened up and 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 got you launched into this kind of thing you know why do you implement your marketing so market marketing implementation and marketing strategies branding strategies they obviously play a crucial role into into branding and running yeah. a successful love company. the logo love that shirt yeah. man it's awesome <laughs> is it is it petaway.com PeterWay.com. PeterWay.com. Okay. We have a huge social media presence for what it is. Uh, We do a lot of things on Facebook. Um, But, again, the brand recognition is what it's all about. And uh, there's all different forms of marketing strategies. But at the end, sometimes marketing expenses can drive a restaurant out of business. Oh, yeah. Sure can. So you can't just do everything. Right. What marketing really taught me is how to try things. And how to how to make sure that I'm doing the right thing mm-hmm. in the end. 
I like to try different marketing strategies. And like so how do you measure? How do you how are you how are you measuring in being in the restaurant business? How do you measure and on such a large scale? Yeah. You know, how are you how do you measure your marketing uh, uh, strategies? For obviously one of the main things with measuring marketing strategies is to have a marketing budget. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a marketing budget in the restaurant industry, you're you're gonna you're in for a crazy ride. Right. But if you have a budget and you know how much you want to spend, and your spending is working in your revenues, that's basically how you measure mm-hmm. if your marketing strategy is really working. It's all about budgeting and reaching your sales goals. If you're reaching your sales goals with the marketing you're doing, I believe you're doing the right thing and you should stick with it. But we're in times where social media and new technology. Oh, a lot yeah. of it's free, it's too. Crazy. You know? Yeah, a lot of it is free where you don't have to spend money to get into it. What I did see come out of your place over the course of these years, and I heard it from within because you're so close to where my you're a neighboring city to us as well, too, for my business. But um, you were doing a lot with the community. I seen a lot of stuff that you were doing with the schools when I'd walk into your place. I saw a lot of that stuff. So I think you marketed yourself well within the community too, which rapport then starts building off of that. And really word of mouth is free, but it also can get you a big, you know, one good voice is one ear, one bad voice is 10 bad ears. You know what I'm saying? So so you've held held your standards up enough for the community to trust you where I've seen that, where as soon as I mentioned to them uh, where you live, and they say, you know, in this vicinity, Pontiac, you ever try my buddies at Petaway? Oh, man, Brandon over there? Yeah. You know, so that's that's a good thing. And that came without having to put just the dollars. It came from, like, your hospitality that you gave yeah. out. So. You know, when all the time I spent in there, when customers would come in, I wouldn't just get them through the line. I'd make sure they're having a great day. Yep. And if they weren't having a great day, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, this mo- this food I'm about to give you is about to put a smile on your face. I'm going to make sure it's super delicious. So you're going to have a better day after you walk out of here. Uh, people that come in on a regular, we train our management teams to remember remember their orders, to remember their names. Wow. And, uh, you know, thing. it's growing in a community is what it's about. The locations that I have opened, they're in family communities. Sure. They're not in downtowns. They're not. But, you know, hopefully maybe we can get to downtowns. We sure. can get to college towns. Um, but growing within communities, being big in the local high schools, the local schools, yep. teachers are huge. Uh, we just started a, a huge program we're calling Merit Mondays where we give all the local workers, doctors, nurses that work in the area that come in and show their badge. We give them 20% off their order. Wow. Um, That's nice. We give officers in uniforms half off. That's awesome. Yeah. So you so you started with one location, uh, and if, if these – People that are that are listening or watching that have a single one-off type of restaurant, uh, maybe it's not in the pita you know space, but if it's in the uh, if it's in the food space, how, how do you or what, what what advice would you have for them to kind of go from the one to the two to the three to the ten to the you know to the to the commissary and the good thing which is he saying that's a great we're question. not worried about competition like no, we were i'm before. not worried i want everyone no to let all let <laughs> a, the pie is big enough yeah yep. oh so. it, it, it's big enough i'll tell you what how i created peter way was i went back to my college books i opened up some of my college books and i started going through going through my notes and w- one of the notes i found was three items to succeed in a business mm-hmm. and the three items that were on my notes were Plan accordingly. Yep. Set goals for yourself. And the main one that stuck out to me is whatever you decide to do, make sure you're passionate and you love what you do. Sure. If you love what you do and you have a desire for success, you're going to do whatever it takes 
to make sure that your business is going to succeed. For people that are just getting their first restaurant or their even their first business going, don't give up. If you believe in what you're doing and you have a desire to succeed, sometimes it takes that one, two, three years of dedication, and then that fourth year, you're going to be flourishing. That's a good thing. That's awesome. Now, just so I know, I know already that you stay busy, but just so I can explain to the viewers, too, you do uh, event setups, whether it's a birthday or communion, you get into any of that um, stuff where you can come in and do your catering there and you have your tents and stuff to be able to do everything on the spot. I know you're getting booked up because I've seen you summer to summer be busy, especially with your catering jobs. Um, what do how do people get in touch with you to use this? Do they go to your site, or are they getting a hold of Brandon, or they get a hold of the Clarkson location? Because people are going to want this after seeing what we've got here available. I'm sure people so, would love to get a hold of Brandon, but they're not yeah, getting a hold yeah, of Brandon. Directly. Yeah, no. Do you have like a, a, a catering event coordinator or somebody who deals with it just to help the audience know how do they reach Pito Way to to put it into their backyard on an event? Yeah. So surprisingly enough, um, if you were to call any Pito Way and say you wanted to set up a shawarma party event, um, I would actually probably end up calling you. I'd like to handle the larger orders to make sure everything goes oh, wow. right. And cool. it, it, most of the people are Chaldeans yeah. that are reaching yep. out to me, and I like dealing with my people. Yep. So I like to make sure my people are satisfied. I like to make sure everything's going right. And we started the tent parties out of customers requesting them. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of always listen to our, our customers and what their needs are, and we transition to giving them what we can do. Yep. Um, a lot of people ask me, how come I haven't done a food truck yet? Yeah, that's what I would, I'd love to see, <laughs> that Peter Way driving around the neighborhood. You know, you know cool. yeah. You know, I just, we'll, we'll end up getting a food truck eventually, but I just feel that that's an expense that's going to be strictly for branding and marketing. Sure. Mm-hmm. A food truck in Michigan won't bring in enough revenue for me to really thrive off it, and I'd rather put my focus on brick-and-mortar locations that are year-round businesses. Good. Yep. Keep what are focused. your hours usually like what are you monday through sunday or all the stores are open monday through saturday 10 30 to 9 and on sunday from 11 30 to 8 okay um catering has been really really huge for us i mean who wouldn't want to have a graduation party and offer your guests some healthy feel-good food yeah mm-hmm. uh, we recently changed our tagline our new tagline is improving moods with creative foods <laughs> that's great very you cool. know, it's pretty, it's this pretty improved cool. my mood this morning, <laughs> looking at all this no right now. Yeah. So you said something about a, a, a tent party. Do you have other themed catering So basically strategies? within our tent party, we bring two shawarma machines. Mm-hmm. We, can, we actually we can do three shawarma machines. We can do gyros. We do beef shawarma, which we don't offer in our stores, mm-hmm. but we do for shawarma parties because oh, wow. us Chaldeans, we love Gus. So that's what a shawarma party is, yeah. huh? Yeah. And then we bring so chicken wow. shawarma. Half food. Yeah. The one thing that's unique about our setup compared to other people's setup is that we also bring a deep fryer. Mm-hmm. We bring a variety of different toppings, and we bring our chefs that are going to build it for you. And it's basically you walk into a pita way, you walk up to the tent, and wow. we're going to customize, and you're going to be able to build your own delicious queso pita sandwich, or we do rice bowls the on spot, them? and we also bring a toaster. Who the hell needs a food truck? Yeah, yeah, you don't need a food truck. You know, it's a lot of work loading and unloading. Yeah. Lucky for us, we have our food tr- our truck that we have. Uh, we bring the products. Uh, we have a reefer in our truck that keeps everything nice and cool, and uh, we, we serve a great product. Cool. So I know you mentioned uh, your family, your mom and your dad and your, your, your sisters, but do, is there anyone else out there that you want to thank and that maybe someone that helped you along the way? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, family, could, I couldn't do this without the Petaway crew members and oh. the team members that 
we know the vi we know the future. We see where we see we see the growth. Yep. And without my team members, without my managers, um, every Petaway has a general manager that's the main guy in the store. When I was the main guy in Clarkston, that's what helped me grow the company. When you want to have your typical meal and you're used to something, you walk into a restaurant, you want consistency. Yeah. Every store has a general manager, and without the general managers and them leading their teams, I like to build leaders, and I train these general managers to be leaders. And their stores can go a long way, and they can live a great life and a successful life doing being a general manager of a Petaway. Very cool. Any mentor, anybody in your life that gives you that oomph all the time or your go-to person that you want to give some credit to? You know, other than my family, my immediate family has always supported me. You know, friends like you. Thank you. You know, if it wasn't for my friends in the beginning that would always come visit me and show their support and tell people about Peterway, I mean, I, could, I wouldn't be sitting where I am today. That's great. Very that's cool. Great. Any advice to the next generation that's coming up after us, ones that haven't even stepped into this arena yet? Maybe they were thinking about it or anything. Maybe you can give them since you're, you're successful at what you're doing. Always think outside the box. Um, take whatever you can learn from anybody and put your own your own vision and you, your own belief into it and just work hard. Nothing, nothing comes fast. Social media can, can throw you off your game a little bit, so sure. be careful with that. Yeah. You know, Easy perception. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Patience, is, patience, is, patience is a key to success. Yeah. You Things will you, happen in time. You took seven years to get your next you know, venture off, so that is definitely some patience you showed within that business. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Anything uh, else you want to maybe give tips to our people or or certain ways of eating one to the other or anything that uh... – For our people who doesn't know how to open up a pita, stuff the meat in it, put some thirsty and some ranch in it, dip it in some hummus, you know. The Game cool thing over. about our hummus is uh, we do a ghost pepper hummus. Mm -hmm. We also have a Trinidad scorpion and a Carolina reaper hummus. Um, basically, they're, they're – it's a spice, and they're super hot, and I like super hot things. Which is the hottest? The Carolina Reaper is flaming. Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, get it on the, I get it on that. He sprinkles it on yeah, that. Yeah, you, oh, wow. you can sprinkle it in your sandwich. You can oh, sprinkle you it in the hummus. Me? You can put it on anything. It's That's delicious. Amazing. We don't charge extra for it, and it's awesome. Well, thanks, thanks so man. Thanks for coming out, no, brother. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank Appreciate you. it. It's awesome you brought this food. It's great, and I'm glad to hear your success story and to be able oh, to yeah. share it with the rest of the community. Congratulations, awesome. Thanks man. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Cool. Time to eat.